The Flicks Book Club. The Flicks Book Club. Yeah, I'm not doing this. Welcome to Flicks Book Club. My name is Casey Aurora, and I'm joined with my co-hosts. Hey, guys. It's Dennis Rooney. Steve McDonald here. And this week, we watched Weekend. It's a movie that came out in 2011, directed by Andrew Haig. He's a uh, relatively uh, young director. He's done a few other films where he's been, like, assistant editor on, like, Gladiator. And uh, this is his second major movie, uh, Weekend. It stars Tom Cullen and Chris New. It's about about two men who are um, two, two men who are in a relationship, or they get into a relationship, they have sex, and then they're deciding where this relationship is going to go. I picked this movie because it's, um, it's like a romantic movie, but it's not your typical like straight couple. I thought it was different, something interesting, and um, overall, you know, it's like unique. So I was like, all right, why not? This is something different, and I want to give this a watch. How'd you hear about it? Or you just saw it on there? Um, you know, actually, I was browsing for movies, and then, uh, again, Dina's like, hey, have you seen The Weeknd? I thought that was a good movie. And I read the thing, and I was like, huh, this is, you know, new. I've never seen this before, and I wanted to So a girlfriend suggestion. A girlfriend, yeah, why not? Okay. You know, I figured, hey, I like her suggestions, mm-hmm. so I'll okay. take that in, take that into consideration. And when I watched the movie, I was like, okay... Uh, you know, let's see how this goes. The movie actually, it was a, um, it won the South by Southwest Film Festival Audience Award, and it was also, it was also won the Grand Jury Award for Outstanding International Narrative Feature. So overall, um, I like the movie. A different kind of love story. Uh, it's you know this guy who is uh, somewhat of a of a closeted homosexual uh, meets this other guy who's more of a, like a free spirit, and uh, they end up, uh, you know. They were like, all right, well, you know, is this relationship going to work out? Are we going to really stick with this? And uh, I would say, you know, whether to stream it or not stream it, I would say uh, don't stream it. Yeah, I didn't. I thought the movie was good. I liked it. I just didn't think that it would be like a movie where like, oh, you have to watch this. But, you know, that's the thing. I mean, that's where I'm at. What about you, Dennis? I'm kind of similar, but with a little more um, distaste for the film because it's a good it's a good movie. I think the director did a great job. I think both of the main actors did a great job. Right. And I have no desire to tell anyone to watch this movie at all. It's just very boring. Okay. It's very boring. Go watch uh, Go watch How to Survive a Plague. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Don't Stream It. Oh, dud. <laughs> oh, man. Look at you, KC. And it's yeah. not, you know, I, I, I sat and I got done with the movie and uh, I, I have been waffling back and forth as to whether it's a stream it or don't stream it. Right. Uh, it's it's very much on the fence for me because I I did like it. Right. And I liked a lot of things about it. Yeah. But uh, I have one glaring problem with it, which I'll get into later on. Okay. Interesting. Um, okay. And right. that was what made me say don't stream it. So watch so. it and, you know, let us know or don't watch it and, you know, hear us talk about the movie. All right. We'll be right back. The weird thing was, in that moment, I could see myself through his eyes, you know? Yeah. I could see what I looked like. And you know what? You didn't care. I didn't care. Exactly. Yeah. I thought, if he wants to see me as some horny little faggoty, angry child, then that's fine with me. It doesn't make any difference. Are you still friends with him? Nah. I wasn't friends with anyone else after he told the rest of the school. That's awful, Glenn. That's what it is. All right, and we're back. All right, so this is the thing. Wait, wait, hold on. Before we so just 
All right, so he was a AP on Gladiator, you said, right? Right. And what was his first major film? This was his second? Uh, yeah, I think this was, his first one was like, not also, you know. Because Gladiator came out, came out a while ago. Right, now, right, right. Like this is like 17 years ago? I believe it was so called, was this yeah. guy really that young? Or? I mean, it was it was called, I mean, young for his career. Right. Like a young career. Yeah. You know, it's He must not, have been really young then when he was on Gladiator. I, I mean, you could be an assistant yeah. editor and you could be a young guy. You're not like assistant oh, director. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Most, of, most assistant editors are young. Right. right. Even for film, they're they, like they're young. Yeah, I believe it was called Oil. I'm not really sure, but it, it seems like he has other movies where it's like lean towards, uh, you know, where it's like gay themed movies. Okay. So I mean, this was this one got like the notoriety. I would say this is like a second movie. It got the notoriety. What uh, year was this made? This was made in 2011. Okay. So it's not that old. But yeah. I mean, why didn't you? Why would you say don't stream it? You know, like what what's what was oh, boring man. about the movie? The, the whole movie the whole was movie, boring? The whole movie was very, very boring. The movie takes place over three days. Right. Starts on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. Takes you through Saturday and Sunday. It's about... Oh, the weekend. Yes, for those <laughs> of you. <laughs> and it's just... Listen, just clicked. It's just w- clicked, guys. You're, not ma- you're making fun of me, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I knew that going into the movie. <laughs> that it was going to be over the course of a weekend. But I don't know. It was just two characters... Who I like certain things about each character. Would you would you have found it more interesting if it was a straight couple? No, yeah. I probably would have found it more boring if it was a straight couple. Right, because at least these guys brought up some good some good points. I think there's uh some good conversation points in this movie. Right, that's what I enjoy the conversation yeah. parts. There was like maybe one scene where I was like, oh, this is getting a little boring. But overall, I wasn't like bored by the movie. I'd say I probably like this one a little bit more than I like the one I love. Really? Yeah. That's surprising to me. But yeah, both of these movies are plagued with annoying main characters who I don't care for. Which which character is annoying to you? Because there's both a, of them. But <laughs> one you have the artist who's a little he's just a little too like fight the power. He's a little too aggressive. And then the other one's too passive. Right. I like the I like the aggressive. Ca- I like his whole like his mentality. Glenn, uh, played by Chris New, is the artist and more free spirited uh, guy. You know, he's been yeah. out for a long time. Yeah. And his. You know, his whole thing is where he's on the fence as to uh, he's leaving. Uh-huh. He's leaving and he's he's going to America. They're in London and he's going to America. And he's just like, you know, you just ever have like your friends and you just feel like they don't get it anymore. They're stifled They're They don't understand your growth, yeah. your changes. I like that. Yeah, yeah like that. I, I felt that like that's what I related to immensely. I was like, you know, I look at my friends and I'm like, I don't think they understand what path I'm on, what I'm doing. Who I am as a person. Are you talking about us? Yeah. I mean, I don't <laughs> are we stifling you? Yeah, you know, immediately. Do you need to move to Portland? Yeah, no, I'm not saying I need to move to Portland. I'm, you I, would be shunned in Portland. <laughs> you are no. so you East Coast you've loud got and a, aggressive. You've got an amazing floppy hat for Portland. Right. Yeah. Maybe Portland, Maine. Maybe you should do Portland, <laughs> Maine. <laughs> no, but that's what you I... You might re- get shunned there because you're Indian. <laughs> okay, well, you know, this is... Well, what was your problem with the movie, Steven? Uh, my problem what with the movie... What was your big one glaring thing? That, that interests me. Because I have a lot of small problems that My add up big to me one glaring me. thing, because I sat and I watched it, I, I really enjoyed the way that it was shot, mm-hmm. uh, especially. I liked that it was like these long shots of, not only long takes, but these shots where it's like these really long... There's There was a moment in it where they... Uh, they had just got, uh, they're like at a gas station. They're like mm-hmm. sitting outside it, and there's ju- it's just this like big wide shot of the gas station. And he like kind of comes over and says something to him and talks. And you can, and I enjoyed the way it looked. Yeah, right. Um, can I interject real quick? I got sci fi, I got a very sci fi f- feeling out of how it was shot. 
and how it was framed. It, it had a very you know um, you're right. I definitely even when they're like close together talking like in the homes, it's like it reminded me of like in a space shuttle or something where they're kind of cramped quarters and like the intimacy of that. I was really yeah. good in sci-fi. I don't know. It had well, and like there was a very I don't know whether I would go sci-fi, but there was a very um uh like kind of ethereal like spacey right. um color palette to the movie. Mm-hmm. Um. My my problem with it was was that I was sitting and I was watching it and uh, initially I was like uh, I like this right I like these people right. I like the fact that they're doing this and then I realized that uh, the the out guy the guy who is Glenn. aggressive Glenn mm-hmm. this um, the artist first off I never caught their names and then didn't catch them for the rest of the movie oh the other character's name is Russell. Okay. Russell yeah, the I lifeguard. didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know either of those things. <laughs> okay. Uh, but they were like the only two main characters in the movie, right, so it didn't right. matter. You have to know their names. But um, <laughs> but <laughs> they don't have last names either. They don't yeah, have. They, they don't. They literally just have the simplest um, names possible. It's true. <laughs> but my problem with it was was that Glenn was the manic pixie dream boy. Okay. A little bit. Yeah. He right. was. That. He was like. It, it was like Russell is a like I'm just I was sitting there watching. I realized at one point where it's like Russell is a you know is a well-to-do but boring gay man, mm-hmm. and Glenn is a free-spirited artist, and the two of them meet for one weekend. And yeah. I was just like, that's a great point. Dude. And and right. that was the problem that I had with the movie overall, and why I was like, I don't care about this. And it's because mm. I started thinking about like like. There, like it, it has this moment to it where it's like somewhat interesting to me on the basis that they are gay. But at the end of the day, it's like they're human beings, right? And human beings that fall in love with each other or that meet each other, they just don't. I, I, I know that people do meet like that mm. and have these type of things, but I'm so sick of seeing it in movies. Like I started thinking about like what are romance movies or romantic comedies that I enjoy and why do I enjoy them? And the one that I came back to was uh, over and over was When Harry Met Sally. Right. And part of the reason. Never seen it. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Uh, in, Her- in When Harry Met Sally, they, they know each other for years. Yes. Years and years. Don't ruin it now for years me. Years <laughs> and years. Yeah. I'm Do not they get together you, at I'm the end? I'm not giving you a spoiler alert on a 30-year-old movie. <laughs> right. At this point, it's on you. Yeah, On this, at this point, it's on you. I got to leave the room for a second. Um, <laughs> but they know each other for years and years and years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And that's why they have like this openness and this ability to talk to each other about stuff. And that's something that, to me, happens over years and years and years. And even in this kind of like, like if this had been set... In if this had been set in 1980, mm-hmm. or if this had been ni- set in like 1975, where it was like, like I'm gay and people really have a problem with it, like mm-hmm. I really cannot come out of the closet, right? Then it would make sense to me that's like that's like we're only together for a weekend. We can't like date or get married or be together for a long period of time because if we walk down the street, we'll get beaten. Mm-hmm. Like that's how it was, and so you. Had I mean, there is still homophobia. Like in parts of the movie, they are being like no, no, no but I they're mean being like, harassed, I mean which like I found kind of funny. But you know, I mean that in in the gay community during the time period of the 1970s and 80s and all the time before that, you couldn't have a long term relationship. Right. That's why they had bathhouses and different places where you could go and meet up and cruise. You could, sex. but it was very, very hard. It was right. very difficult. Yeah, and, and I want to, I want to keep going, but I want to, yes, yeah, some at times, at times, not through the whole movie, but at times, 
the homophobia in society felt a little exaggerated for a movie that was made in 2011. Really? However, I don't live in Britain. Certain things. One thing in particular, which I will bring up when Stephen is done making his point. Yeah. Um, but what, what I had a problem with was, was that it's like we had this magical weekend together. And mm. I'm just like, I'm just like, n- no. Like, that just doesn't, it just, it's just one of those, like, moments. It doesn't happen? It's not that it doesn't happen. It's just that I don't care. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I care about your, that, that the stars align for one night for you? Yeah. No, 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 because this is, this is my thing is, is that the stars aligned for one night and the two of us met each other and only, if only we had been able to stay together is that it's like, I don't, I don't care. Plus, they can stay together. They're making a, yeah. cho- like the, a you, choice you, is being made here. Like, you two are making active choices to not be together. Didn't you think Nothing that is stopping you two from being together. Did you think that at the end of it, uh, that he might have stayed... Like, basically, the movie, the plot is pretty simple. The, you know, they're going through the weekend, and it's... Uh, Glenn is going to leave for Portland. He's going to enter a two-year program in art. Ugh, another reason why I just don't like him when he says that I'm like, oh, I know who you are. Yeah, I I Glenn. had a problem with him being an artist in general because I had all these moments where every time that he was describing some kind of art it, like art thing that he had, I just mm. sat and I was going, okay, cool, I get it that as a writer you actually would like to be a visual artist and you can't get anybody to give you enough money to do it, and so you wrote all of your art shows you wanted to do into a movie. I mean, that's. I feel like that's something KC would say because it's very presumptuous. <laughs> I, you're, I feel like you're reaching a little bit no. and, and I making like calls that, on I the director. Like that, right. I feel like that with every single movie that I see, where there's where there, where it's like I've got this amazing art show coming up that's that's got this idea to it. Is that it's like okay, well, you had that idea for an art show. And instead of doing that art show, you wrote it into a character who was doing that art show. The negative things you have to say about movies fascinate me. <laughs> right. Yeah, they're, never so weird. Weird. <laughs> they're never what I think it's going to be. Right. I'm always caught off for a loop. Like, what yeah, is this? You're, pi- you're not pissed, but you, you th- you're convinced the director snuck in his visual arts. Yeah. Like, his way more obtuse medium of art but there into is a this mainstream there movie. There is a point to you that, You do have too. to write the movie. Yeah, but there's yeah. a there's a part in there where Glenn says, "Listen, no one's gonna come see what I'm doing because, uh, you know, because only gay people why, are because gonna straight see people will go see uh, art exhibits about refugees, murder, and rape, but right. about gay sex, oh no, right? Another time where I was like, uh, I think the art world is pretty open to gay culture. No, and but they're talking about yes. in no, art, it, the mainstream. They're talking about the mainstream people. Like we're yeah. not like, yeah, but the mainstream isn't an art exhibit. Art exhibits are not mainstream. Yeah, no, when a ma- when an art exhibit is mainstream, it's a huge thing. Like when Murakami was in uh, uh, the Brooklyn Museum of Art, the line was out the door, around the corner, down the block. In what museum of art? The Brooklyn Museum of All Art. All right, go to uh, I don't know Tennessee, mm-hmm. even, and that's a big city. That's a big, you know, like on the verge city. Art exhibits are not going to be huge. There. Tennessee, maybe in Tennessee, the state of Tennessee. What about what about anywhere in the Midwest? <laughs> you mean the state of no, Tennessee? Well, you're pick, picking Brooklyn. Brooklyn's a it's, county. Yeah, it's a county in a city, but you. It's not ju- a county in a city. It's a county next to a city. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm you gonna, just picked a whole state here's, and here's said, what go I'm to Tennessee. Do. Here's Art what exhibits I'm are I'm not mainstream. Offer, I'm going to offer a ladder down to the hole that Dennis has dug. Right. Uh, <laughs> thank you. The, the the art scene is not like why did I say Tennessee? Visual art scene. <laughs> I don't I know why you right said Tennessee. Though, right? You were like you were like on a path, and I was with you, and then you were like Tennessee, Tennessee. and I'm like, yeah. where's he going with this? I should have went with Omaha. Omaha um, was the first choice. Right. Uh, Go the, to Arizona. See the, where they are. <laughs> see where they are. The whole state. 
Go to Arizona, try and find somebody that's not making some terrible kind of tribal art yeah. <laughs> on Adobe walls. <laughs> yeah, but ain't no one lining up um, for that. <laughs> But that's this is this is the thing that I I, I do agree with is that the that's a fair the point visual though. art scene mm. in uh, in any major city has a tendency of being very exclusive and being uh, and not being intensely accepting of uh, of of anybody. No, that's your, I think that's your own bias. No, 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 no. Now you're but talking I mean, about like, the art elite, though. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, but like the art mainstream would be that. So I can understand that it's like they would have a problem with that. My problem with it is, is that when I look at something like that, is this moment of like it's just, uh, it's I just don't. I just don't care. You keep saying okay. that. I no, get, I like that. I get it. I don't know. No, if I you get don't care, it. You don't care. Right? You don't. And but that's well. No, and that's my thing. I is, don't though, think is that, that they like try to. I think that if they did try to pigeonhole that whole concept of hey, you wanted to come up with an art exhibit, and instead of doing that, you actually just put it in a movie. I think that the point that he makes by saying that ma- people, the mainstream people, or regular or straight people, aren't going to go see. A gay art exhibit. Here's how I counter that. Okay? Right. He's saying that straight people will go see refugees, murder, rape in art exhibits, but they wouldn't go and see something about gay sex. Right. Now, yeah. we just watched a movie on Netflix with 50 million subscribers where s- you see semen on a belly button right. right after sex, which is probably where this movie gets its no rating from, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. And I like I'm that they kept sure that in because... I'm pretty sure that that was from a hand job. It's irrelevant where it came about. I'm just saying. That was a horrible joke. Oh, <laughs> oh, that was, was a joke. Ter- I don't know. I hope so. I, I, that, that <laughs> was so bad. That was so bad. So <laughs> many took that a hundred percent legitimate. So many great points stricken from the record for right. you. Right, jeez. From one remark, that was your Tennessee. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah so, but I like. We the all fact get one Tennessee. <laughs> I'm not gonna have one in this episode. But the semen on You've the belly. You've had plenty. In a bunch of other episodes. <laughs> the semen on the belly has to stay in the movie because it brings up the point that. Which I do agree that straight uh, cult. I mean, uh, straight culture is represented everywhere, right? Yeah. And gay culture, it's very, it's a small fraction of that. And I mean, think saying, about cause cause hold on, hold on. Oh, okay, because because Russell says, why should we shove it down their throats? Why? And Good Glenn point. says, because it's shoved down our throats. Fair point. And, uh, I mean. I don't. I think shoving it down either one's throats is like the wrong way of putting shoving it. anything down any uh, down yeah, anyone's yeah. throats. Just is no, a bad no. Idea. My point is just make what you want to make, but that the semen on the belly has to stay in because it's like yeah, that's that would happen in a right. gay yeah. one night stand type situation. Sure. Yeah. And we watched that movie, so saying that gay people wouldn't be accepted in the art wor- world, I find that a little horse shitty. I find that a little bit. It's not the art world that they're that he's saying. It's he's saying art exhibits. Yeah, but well, people wouldn't go see he's this. He's saying society. The mainstream society wouldn't come to this. Netflix, a movie streaming on yeah, Netflix. But it mainstream society. This is not like something we dug up. This in is a why. Of a I mean, this is part can. of the reason why I picked it. I think it's different, unique. Not to say that. I mean, listen, we've made very progressive choices in this in our selections, like How to Survive a Plague. Very. And progress- please, guys, please stop with the hate emails. Telling us about our gay agenda. Enough right. is enough. It's An- just it's just picks. It's just yeah. movie picks. Just movie picks. That's all it is. But I'm just saying, like, there's no. Uh, I think that that's <laughs> the good points that get made through that. Like, and I think that mainstream art, like mainstream people, not art, mainstream people wouldn't come see that. I mean, I think about me personally. Would I want to? Would I go see a gay sex exhibit? Probably not. I probably wouldn't either, but not for, because gay. I wouldn't go see a straight sex exhibit. You wouldn't see any. Well, we. I know wouldn't see any exhibit. <laughs> we know you're not cultured. I we would see. That. I would see the rapper exhibit. Yeah, I would. Oh, right. that's two Tennessees <laughs> in one. Yeah. 
how did you do that? Uh, how did you do that? <laughs> All right, so that was amazing. When I say that I think this movie is a little exa- has a little exaggeration um, towards homophobia, and also I want to say it is in Britain. Yeah, I don't live there, so maybe no. it is a little bit more intense and aggressive there. But like two two example, all right, three examples. One is the art exhibit thing. I think I think that was exaggerated. The second one and the first one that happens chronologically in the movie is after the initial sex where they first meet that night. The next right. morning uh-huh. they're talking. And they're 15 floors up, and the windows are closed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they hear someone on the floor, on the ground outside, calling them fags and queers. Right. And one of them, wa- Glenn, I thought, yeah, Glenn, Glenn, the artist, walks over the window, tells them to shut the hell up. And clo- this guy outside is just his gaydar is going off, and he's just screaming into the air like, that "Stop! Cut it out, you homos!" That part to me, <laughs> how did that happen? I will completely 100% agree with you. That yeah. part was heavily forced. Like that yeah. 15th floor, like <laughs> yeah. that's insanely high up. Like I yell, I've yelled a lot of awful things to people living in buildings and uh, my limit's four floors. Anything above, <laughs> anything above that, you're, you're beyond I'm, my reach. I'm pretty sure that if I was 15 floors up, I wouldn't be able to hear people that are on the ground. Right. right. I Even don't if think they were yelling. Yeah. yeah. But there is another thing when they're in a bar, in a straight bar. And the that the was the most realistic one, I right? Think. Yes, that no, uh, that was re- the most realistic and the most aggressive. Where let's well, let's just lay that scene down. Hold on, but real quick, and the other example, and I'm not going to elaborate on it because I want to hear what you have to say. But at the end, when they're at the train station, they kiss, and one guy yells out, "I'm like, okay, that it's a movie about kind of gay oppression a little bit." I right, guess. and then two more people yell out, like. What in the same scene? Yeah, three people yell out. I think in that. No, there was last a scene. whistle. There was a yelling, and I think that was it. I think there was two. There was two yelling. I think there was like a, a whistle, a yelling, and someone, but someone definitely that, like yelled fag. I was like, three one? people at a train That might have been you no, no, no. on a Sunday morning? <laughs> that one, yelling at. Aren't that these one? people in bed still? I don't know. Uh, that was one, it was in the morning. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. It was 4.30. Okay. It was in the morning. That one, nine times Right, now. sorry. Go on. Sorry. <laughs> that one, uh, I was willing to allow, and I think that it was, first off, even though it was- Thanks for allowing it, Stephen. people. You're welcome. Uh, even though that one was was a couple people, the way that I saw it in my head was if you had like two or three, you know, like annoying young guys right. who want to yell at yeah. somebody, is it you'd all end up like yelling? Uh, but mainly what I liked about that one was was that it's this really like sad, intense moment for them. Yes, and all they want to do is just kind of pay attention to each other for right. a moment. Yeah, no, a sh- and, that and would never happen with a straight couple. And that would never happen with a straight couple, where you oh, yeah. get not, people not, whistling or whatever. Yeah. That and would that never happen with a straight couple. I wanted to say it too, because and I that was <laughs> why. And that was why I was why I why I like kind of enjoyed that that was tucked in there as mm-hmm. being like something where somebody would yell at you. Is that it's like it's not a matter of that they did yell. It's a matter of that it's like even in a situation like this, I'm gonna have to deal. Right. With right. people yelling stuff out at me, I cannot believe that's fair. That this is yeah, happening. there's the scene that I want to talk about is when uh, they're in. Uh, it's like Glenn's going away party, and um, this they're is a good a straight s- bar. They're at a straight bar, and you know yeah. Russell's uncomfortable. It's like you know, he, and it's Glenn's choice to have his going away party at a straight bar. And at one point, he's talking with a guy at the bar, and this guy's telling them they got to keep quiet. They got to you know uh, simmer down. And he's like, you know, he's like, and Glenn feels that it's not because they're being loud, but because they're gay. And the guy's mm-hmm. arguing again, saying, oh, it's not because you're gay. It's nothing to do with that. Essentially, not not literally. He's like, no, it's nothing to do with that. It's really just you're being loud. And I mean, he's playing like so on the fence, homophobic, like he's barely alluding to like, yeah, maybe 
maybe I don't like gays, but in this situation, it's just because you're loud. He's yeah, but really like playing the fence. It's a cop out. I mean, I think it's a bit of a cop out. Yeah, I mean, it's actually pretty realistic homophobia in the sense. Yeah, it's right. Like this is the most realistic one in the movie. I'd those two scenes. Not, those most two scenes. Not screaming at people. They have in the street. They're. <laughs> <laughs> It's the quiet one where it's like where <laughs> yeah. It's the Bill Burr thing where it's like the quiet racism where it's not, you know, I think get out of the pool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the uh, they had like I guess rule of 3 where they had three moments of this, but the first one where they're 15 floors up and some guy walks by, sees the guy's window. I don't know what his it's morning Ma- time. I don't know how you could maybe tell. Maybe he saw them go in together the night before and he just and he's waited just been all circling night. the building. <laughs> <laughs> circling the building waiting that's, for daylight. That's a level of homophobia that I don't I don't even want to be a part sitting of. out there and they're like they're like I was going to yell but they turned the light off. I think they're asleep now. Right. Wait until morning. The guy's like, "Could you just come inside? We can like, you know, you can come out in the morning." He's like, "No, I don't no. want to miss him." Right. And it's that seemed very force but i think that you know the overall message of how like uh even in 2011 but a gay couple has to face these things when just being out and about the uh, and that's that's kind of it's messed up man it's rough but they did say something that i really enjoyed in terms of conversation that was uh pretty awesome about how they're saying that you know in america like the progress they've made the things that they've done and, it, and you know to me that was like a nod towards movies like how to survive a plague I don't know if that movie came out after or before, but irrelevant. After? After? Yeah. Yeah, But I'm saying like all the things that people did in the 70s and 80s in America to get progress was uh, was incredible. And, you know, there's a nod to that. And I think that, you know, it's is homophobia that rampant in Britain. I don't know. But those situations, the two circumstances where they're in the bar and at the end, I think they prove like good, solid points, which make the movie a good movie. But just not something that I would be like, oh, you got to watch The weekend," you know? Yeah, I actually felt compelled. I really was in real life telling people, trying to turn people onto the idea of watching How to Survive a Plague. Right. And, like, I would tell them what it's about, and I'm like, I'm not conveying. And I started talking <laughs> about, like, throwing the ashes in the White it's House. Not, just yeah. throwing out the most extreme examples. Right. Like, you have to see this Same movie. Same here. Yeah. This, and again, I feel this movie makes some good points. Mm-hmm. And credit where credit is due, the guys who played Glenn and Russell did very nuanced... Uh, performances. They did a great job. Right. It's really well done. It's, yeah. just, it's just not a very exciting movie. You need you need more action. I, need little, I don't need, yeah. you know, not every movie I watch needs to be an action movie or something right. like that, but this movie was pretty boring. If they, if Glenn had uh, dra- it, dragged Russell five miles, <laughs> would, you have been, <laughs> would you have been more... That's what I'm ca- saying. A little romance would have gone a long way <laughs> right, in this film. Right, right. Not whipping out cocaine and Master Kush. Yeah, it's when they st- when they when they took out the coke on Saturday night, I was like, "Really, this is your magical weekend together?" Like, that sounds that's expensive and a good time. I don't yeah, know. that was another thing too. Is that this dude's a lifeguard at a YMCA and he's got like a beautiful apartment on the fifteenth floor of this concrete box. I mean, you don't really know. I don't know what the ex- I don't know either. I don't know the, the yeah. limits of that is. I don't know how Glenn doesn't even seem to have it. Well, he works at the art exhibit, which pays huge money, I'm sure. And now he's going to live in Portland for two years as a student. I'm sure. I mean, I don't know mommy about like and how daddy's much money. It could just be, it could be that. It could be money that he. Uh, that's irrelevant, really. I mean, that's that's the. You know small what he might be doing? What? I'm not gonna say it. All right. Well, no, I'm not doing. Are three we going Tennessee. to Tennessee again? No, I'm not going to Tennessee. <laughs> okay, fine. All right. Uh, so I yeah, I think that overall, my my problem with the movie ended up being that it just wasn't a good enough love story. Okay. Like that. You didn't care. At the end yeah, of the you day. Didn't care. I just didn't care. That's fair. You care about the issues, but not these two specific characters. And, it's, well, not these and, guys. Honestly, <laughs> and honestly, it's just because 
when when I look at them as when you when you look at it mm. as these are two human beings that are hanging out with each other outside of the idea that's like, oh, they're gay. Is that when it's outside of that like realm? I'm just like I don't I don't care about either of you. Neither of you have are compelling enough characters. Even if they were straight, they wouldn't. Even be if you were straight, I wouldn't right. care. If you were lesbians, I wouldn't care. It doesn't. See, that's matter what I want to bring up. Is, is Blues the warmest color got such insane critical uh, claim? Seen it. And people watched it, and it was a ton of people watched it. Whereas this movie, where it's straight, I mean, where it's gay men. You know, doesn't like, and that's the, yeah, that's the kind of thing. Like, blue's the warmest color. Like, people were like, "You gotta see this." And a lot of the times, it was for the ridiculously long lesbian scene that they had in the movie, where it's like for thirty minutes they're just having sex with each other, and it's just this like, movie decided to break it up into three ten-minute segments. R- it's not not even close. It's no, not yeah. even no, close. Not to ten even. minutes. Yeah, I would have been happier if they had had sex for longer. Really, they're no, good-looking like, men. How many times yeah. did they have sex in total in this film? I mean, just a little. I would like three s- times. I'll say this: if I was gay, that looked like a really fun weekend with like <laughs> weed, coke, yeah. booze, that, that's and a just good like weekend. sex. That's a good weekend for anybody. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, you know, it is what it is. We pick movies. We figure it out. What do we have on for next? Who's picking the next week's? Uh, I am picking next week's, and it's going to be Groundhog Day. Ground Groundhog's Day. Groundhog okay. Day or Groundhog's Day. I don't know. Or Groundhog Day. I think it's Groundhog Day. Okay. Well, Starring f- Bill Murray. Right. Starring Bill Murray. Never seen and it. And other people. I haven't seen it in a long time, so I'm excited to see it. Oh so wait, wait, wait. Are we? Are we, is anyone going to change their minds? I for a brief glimmer of a minute, I was thinking about changing my mind in the middle of this conversation about ten minutes ago, but I changed it back. Yeah, I I'm had to say, s- don't stream. It. I had the same feeling. I was like on but the I'm fence. right there, man. I was just, I was close, and I'm just like. Man, I'd be forcing people to watch this movie. If he got I've a text only dug myself deeper in to don't stream not it. Like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. If he'd gotten a text message like, that plane crashed, your friend's dead, I would be like, stream it. <laughs> <laughs> I needed something. I needed something else in this film to really I make yeah, it worth, worth the money. What if he was just like, I'm going on a, I'm, I'm going to Malaysia. <laughs> just <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Also, real quick, the ending, he gives him the recorder with... And it, he presses play, and it's the conversation. Like, I hope he deleted the other ones, because that's a <laughs> shitty gift. It's like, hey, remember that special weekend we had? Here's 30 other guys I did that with. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, here you go. No, he has money. He's got separate tapes for each person. You're right. You're so, right. So, yeah, he's I'm got separate tape recorders. Whole tape recorders. Yeah, whole tape recorders <laughs> handing out. All right, so we're watching uh, Groundhog's Day. We'll figure out the title with Bill Murray. And uh, be sure to check out our website, flicksbookclub.com. And uh, that about wraps that up. Everyone say goodbye. Bye. See you next Wednesday. Goodbye.